Okay, so welcome everyone. Naturally Healthy Club, we are week 19. And this week we're talking about it's safe for me to feel my feelings. And I wanted to start this with, uh, um, yeah, just a reminder from uh, from James James Clear um, in his book Tiny Habit Atomic Habits, and he's like every tiny action you take is a vote towards who you're you're becoming. So in this case, it's like the naturally healthy version of us. So instead of focusing on results, we want to focus on our trajectory. And I love this idea that like every little action that we take that's that's a positive thing if we notice that and celebrate ourselves so Sue's before I started recording Sue was just sharing her example she had these like biscuits in the house from like before Christmas that she had for guests and they were like they were talking to her for four days and so she like took that action of like putting them in the compost because like she she and so that's a vote for Sue becoming natural like naturally healthy self um so yeah, love love this idea of like looking for every like every time you do something that is who you part of like in in uh, alignment with who you want to become. When you recognize that and and give yourself credit for it, then it makes those those little instances add up, and it makes those little instances happen more often. And the cool thing is, like when you string together more and more of those little instances where you yeah maybe you leave some food on your plate or yeah maybe you like plan it plan to have some biscuits or some cookies and you let yourself sit down and really enjoy them and the more you reinforce that behavior and give yourself credit for it the more that that's going to happen and show up and then the faster you actually get to being this naturally healthy person Okay, so our plan for today is I'll go through our Naturally Healthy Club philosophy and our process, and then I've got a bit of news to share. Then we'll recap on last week's uh, lesson, what to do when your weight won't budge. And then we're going to do talk about feelings, which is kind of the final piece in the puzzle of being naturally healthy and learning how to feel our feelings and process our emotions in in ways that aren't necessarily using food. And so we're going to talk about negative emotion and all emotion. And then we've got an exercise. We're actually going to feel some negative emotion together on purpose. I know. <laughs> what am I doing, Jules? Um, which is actually just and it, like it gives us a safe space to practice feeling our feelings and building that evidence for us that feelings aren't going to kill us. So really uh, a fun exercise today. I enjoyed doing that with the group this morning. And uh, then we'll go, I want to hear from the group and hear your tiny wins and also check in if there's any coaching that anyone needs so we can we can cover that then. Okay, so Naturally Healthy Club Philosophy, I am or I'm becoming naturally healthy. I'm way more powerful than I think. There's no rush. Yes, I weigh what I weigh and it's okay. How do I want this to go? Such a helpful question in terms of setting intentions for the day, but also setting intentions like in the moment when you notice things aren't going how you like how you necessarily want to reset intentions in the moment or when opportunities come up. Um, overeating isn't worth it. There'll be plenty of amazing food in my future, or I can have this later, which I think a lot more people, <laughs> I like the amazing food in my future, but um, I think a lot more people are finding that I can have this later as a more concrete and useful thought to help you in the in those moments of like, oh yeah, I can have some biscuits later. Um, I change best when I feel good. So just reminding us to like celebrate our progress, let us notice the, the what we are doing well and give ourselves credit for it. We're going to be talking more about that in a future lesson. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. It's safe for me to feel my feelings. There are no bad foods and I prioritize protein. I'm so lucky. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. There is no failing, only learning. I want to do this and I can do this. So then our Naturally Healthy Club process, there's, remember there's four parts to our process, so L-I-T-E, and L is for listen uh, to our bodies, I is for making intentional choices, T is for tracking, and E is for enjoyment. And we actually implemented these uh, in reverse order. So E for enjoyment was the thought that goes along with that is there's no rush, 
And the habit that goes along with it is just putting our cutlery down. And there's another habit that we can use as well for enjoyment, which is actually anticipating something delicious. So so planning ahead of, oh, I'm going to go out to this restaurant and enjoy this, or I'm going to cook this and I'm going to enjoy, enjoy that. And actually giving ourselves that gift of looking forward to the, what we're going, future things that we're going to be eating. Then there's T for tracking. And the, that's just the habit there is day, weighing ourselves every day. And the thought that goes along with that is, yes, I weigh XXX, whatever it is, and it's okay. And we, we, the reason why that it's okay part is important is that we want to be accepting ourselves where we are and uh, in yeah, letting ourselves feel okay about where we are. And then I for intentional choices, the thought that goes along with that is how do I want this to go? And then the habit that goes along with it is our daily practice. But also just if we have if we're looking at having a habit of our regular meal schedules, that can help us with making intentional choices and having a habit. So versus if we're just grazing, it's very hard if we're just randomly eating stuff it's it's that's hard harder to make intentional choices and uh, but our daily practice where we're thinking through our day in some way is, is really helpful and we can also use that thought how do I want this to go in those moments when stuff arises unexpectedly we can uh yeah use that thought how do I want this to go to make those intentional choices in the moment as well so we can enjoy the spontaneity but still check in with oh and set that intention in the moment so that we're not just eating randomly and reactively then L is for and actually so many people just by implementing those first three things the enjoyment the tracking and making intentional choices so many people make huge changes to their weight and their health from doing those things and then we have this fourth thing that we implemented which is listening to our bodies and the thought that goes along with that is overeating isn't worth it and there's the habit that goes along with that is actually like tuning in pausing tuning in checking in with our bodies and how how that how how letting our bodies decide how much to eat and we can kind of approach that in two ways either we check in with our bodies and actually leave food on our plates when we notice that we've had enough leaving bites behind and setting that intention to do that can be really helpful or you can approach it from the other end of the spectrum where you actually are more intentional with your serving sizes. So serving yourself out smaller amounts than you would normally have with the provider that actually, if that isn't satisfying, that you're going to go back and you're going to serve yourself more. But oftentimes what you'll find is that you do feel satisfied with, with what you've had. And so there's kind of two ways you can approach listening to your body thing. And I've worked with people that have done either or and I've worked with people who have used both in different circumstances so so like when you're serving yourself out of course you know, you can use the serving yourself less but then if you're eating out you can and or you're at a restaurant or someone else is serving for you then you can use that listening to your body uh, so that's that's our process and just a reminder that we're on this treasure hunt to find exactly what your naturally healthy process is and what what things work well for you and what exactly it looks like for you so uh, just know that you don't have to do any of this perfectly and you don't be ha have to be like ticking all these boxes all the time it's the it's like doing things imperfectly is also how we how we get there um, so now let's talk news and that's a nice thing speaking of doing things uh, not doing things perfectly post of the week prize this week went to tanya and uh, Tanya, Tanya's post was goals met, but still learning. And so my warning for all of you is don't use this as like a reason to beat yourself up. We want to use this as evidence that the process works. So I know I've been in groups before, like business coaching groups where someone else has posted about their reaching their goals. And I've been like, oh, and just use it as this reason to go down on myself and how I'm not working and it's I'm not I'm failing and like going into that negative thought spiral and it just isn't helpful and actually the greatest travesty about when that happens is that you actually miss out on the lessons and you miss out on the inspiration so what we want to do instead is we can actually make a choice conscious choice when we see someone else doing well we can actually think this is evidence that the process works if it works for Tanya 
I can get this to work for me too and use it to fuel you rather than use it to tear you down, tear yourself down. So all that to say, <laughs> uh, so Tanya shared in the group, I finally met my body fat percentage goal and I'm also weighing around what I was a decade ago, which is far below my weight goals I had set for the NHC. So she's actually gone below her goal, original goal. Thanks to Jules and NHC and everyone here. The things that have worked well for me are, and remember success leaves clues. So we want to see, okay, what exactly is Tanya's process look like? So she said, things that work well for me are no distractions while eating, not using food to deal with stress or as a reward usually. Um, and we're going to be talking more about that, like not using, not stress eating today, taking time to enjoy my food, my daily practice, tracking, being aware of protein, having nuts if I get hungry between lunch and dinner, checking circle obsessively instead of Twitter, uh, listening to the, to the call replays as lately I haven't been able to join live, not grazing. So I, she said, I used to have a no, no lunch, meant meaning eating snacks all day. Um, so, that, so being intentional and actually letting herself have a lunch is amazing. Uh, sharing my tiny wins and challenges, not just in circle, but also with my friends and family on the same journey and not feeling like I'm on a diet or have to use willpower to restrict. I can have that tomorrow feels quite different. And it does. Like when you tell yourself I can have something later, it's very different to telling yourself no. Uh, okay. And then, then the last part of Tanya's post is things I need to work on to be able to sustain this uh, lifestyle for life. I still sometimes forget to slow down and pay attention and my whole plate disappears before I notice. E.g. yesterday with a delicious grain salad for lunch. What a waste. <laughs> I'm still only starting to be able to listen to my tummy and stop when satisfied. Um, so yeah, let's like notice this. Like 10 years gone past her goal. She's like doing like you know achieving a lot of things but there's so many things that she's like definitely not doing perfectly and the fact that she's like she said I'm only starting to be able to listen to my tummy like so huge um and stop when I'm satisfied I still gobble up treats when they're unintentionally unexpectedly offered I'm still trying to work out my digestive problems at social events I sometimes don't feel full despite eating too much I need to be more consistent in doing my stretching exercises and walking the dog for longer every day, tricky when raining. So yes, so let's celebrate Tanya for achieving that goal. It's a big thing to achieve a goal or to achieve multiple goals, but all, and also like to be doing it imperfectly and sharing with the group, like it, it's so great. So let's use this as evidence that the process works. We can make changes, like just by making it being intentional, we can really make a big difference to um, to where we want to get to and uh, so that's Tanya's prize uh, yeah post of the week prize and then in other news we're going to we've posted in circle there's a new challenge that we're doing uh, that's available to do as a group I've started it yesterday um, so it's called the feelings challenge and we'll talk more about that in a second when we talk about uh, it's safe to feel our feelings uh, and also uh, I'm running a free cooking class in a couple of weeks called The Three Secrets to Becoming a Confident Cook. So you are welcome to attend. And also, if you know anyone that could do with a boost of confidence in the kitchen, um, send them the link. To, I've just posted the link in the chat so the, um, to the sign-up page so they can get the details about the free class. And the other uh, thing on the new list, news list is that this current group of the Naturally Healthy Club ends at the end of February and a new group will be starting in March and for many people like staying uh, six months is a great amount of time to have done this work and you'll be ready to complete but for a lot of people also that it's a it's a bigger journey and so I have a group called staying naturally healthy with ease group which so with with that if you want to continue on you're welcome to join the staying naturally healthy group and with that you get access to all the current like weekly NHC stuff so you can completely weekly lessons again if you like and then also you'll get access to uh, we have like a bonus, a, a one call, uh, a, a staying actually healthy call. Uh, we, well, it's actually two different times a month. And 
So that, and we focus there. Some people are still focusing on, on weight goals, but then we also, there's an opportunity to work on other goals as well. So it could be around sleep or other exercise, other aspects of health. Uh, so yeah, that, that's available. It's $99 a month and you can stay for as little or long as you like. So you just need to let me know whether you want to complete at the end of Feb or if you want to transition into the, into the staying naturally healthy group. Okay, that's it for news. Now let's talk about what to do when your weight won't budge. So recapping last week, and as I mentioned on the, on the early call today, the short version of this is if you feel like you're not making progress, if you feel like your weight isn't budging, then reach out for coaching because there's usually like one, possibly two things that we need to tweak to get things head, heading in the right direction for you. So that would be my strongest recommendations. If you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like, ah, oh, don't know, like you don't have to figure this out on your own. And last week's lesson, we, I did go through some actions that we can take, uh, but I, I think it's it's going to make life a lot easier for you. And it also brings me a lot of joy if we, if we can coach on it. So uh, the things that we spoke about last week were just like getting clear on the facts. So, you know, having that, looking at the data and, and comparing like your, a graph or week to week averages so that you actually know is there some slow movement that you're you're missing out on next is to celebrate and to reward yourself with your thoughts of like actually looking at sometimes having your weight really stable is actually a huge win particularly over if it's been over the holidays and christmas actually your weight not moving is a good thing and and also and just recognizing that and letting yourself feel good about it and just this idea that Actually, there'd be so many people that are restricting and dieting that think that would there that if they thought if I could just enjoy it, whatever food I like and be eating in like eating in a way where I'm not restricting and my weight was stable, like that would be amazing to me. And so, what you if you are if your weight is stable, it's actually can sometimes be a really great thing to celebrate. Then we want to take responsibility with curiosity. So just remembering that achieving a goal is in your control and like you are responsible like you are able to respond to any situation and to this uh into in, uh, and not to this journey of you becoming naturally healthy person so which is actually amazing news because sometimes we tell ourselves oh it's not going to happen for me or it's you know and we give us give away our power so we want to take that back and remind ourselves that no this is this is within my control. I'm able to do something about this and approaching it from this empowered place is really key. And then we want to problem solve for our thoughts and also problem solve for our actions. And so with the problem solving, just come post for coaching and let's, um, we can work on it together. And then the, the final step that I shared last week was to celebrate every little progress. Again, like what we reward, we get more of. So the more we reward any little progress that we do the more we're going to see that progress show up in our lives okay so that was last week's call did anyone have any um questions or thoughts about that before we talk about feeling our feelings no well good okay great so let's talk about it's safe for me to feel my feelings so before we start talking about, about that it's, it's safe for us to feel our feelings, we need to, I think that the, when I first started doing this, just recognizing that actually the fact that we have negative emotion in the world is a good thing. And we actually, like, it's actually great that humans have evolved to have positive and negative emotions. And the reason for that is, first of all, like, negative emotion or all emotion, it acts as a guidepost and it can alert us to when things, something's not right. And you will have noted this, that like there'll be times you just feel a bit uh, and, and then you'd actually, you know, you'll, you'll have this feeling that something's not right before you actually recognize what's, what's wrong. And if we didn't have emotions, we might miss out on a lot of things that need, need our action and that are going to actually addressing them is going to make our life better. Uh, because we we wouldn't be aware of them so that's one reason and another is that negative emotion provides contrast so if we were all happy 100% of the time it would be really boring like and like we so by the, the 
fact that we have times where we feel sad, times where we feel bored, times where we feel frustrated and annoyed actually means that when we do feel joy and happiness and love and all the positive emotions, we actually like our experience of them is richer and and nicer because we have that contrast. Whereas if it was we're just on this flat plane, we wouldn't we would if we didn't have the negative, it wouldn't we wouldn't have that contrast to appreciate the positive. And then the third reason why negative emotion is really powerful and helpful, and it's a good thing that we have it, is that it can spur us into action. So sometimes if we like feel like intense anger about something or outrage or there's injustice, like if we feel those those strong those negative emotions it fuels us to change it fuels us to make a difference in the world whereas if we didn't have that and we were just like oh yeah everything's okay then or everything's good then we wouldn't have that impetus to change so so having negative emotion is actually a good thing but what we want to avoid is using food to um and buffer using buffering behavior to feel like instead of feeling emotions so eating instead of feeling negative emotions because where that leads us to of course is problems with our weight and health and it just you know, it doesn't feel good and the other downside if, if of using negative emotion in that way is like trying to buffer over negative emotion in that way is that it actually when we try and repress negative emotion and we don't let ourselves feel it so we try and buffer but when i say buffering that's like using any behavior to to kind of buffer and stop ourselves from feeling the negative emotion so eating is a really great example it could be you know scrolling on uh, social media or or uh shopping like that can be another way we use negative emotion to instead of feeling our feelings and the thing is that when we're repressing feelings, it's I, I like to think about it. It's like there's an analogy of like we're it's like we've got so the feeling is this beach ball and we're using all this energy to repress, like to push the beach ball underneath the water. And you think about how much energy that takes to submerge the beach ball if you're in the in the ocean with the beach ball, and it's like taking a lot of energy to do that. Whereas when you feel the feelings it's like the beach ball can just float on the ocean next to you. It doesn't take any energy from you for the, the beach ball to be there. You can just say, oh, hi, feelings. Like you're just floating here. And then what often happens is that when we let the feelings be with us and we let them float near us, then they actually just kind of work themselves out and they float away on their own. So without us actually needing to do anything to like it just like in process, we can, when we feel them, they, we often move through us quite quickly. So yes, it's important that we have, it's so great that we have negative emotion and learning to feel our feelings is a much better strategy than eating our feelings. And I guess I should have started this, but the other thing is that, that don't like some people identify as, oh, I'm an emotional eater. I'm a stress eater. And the thing is that all humans, we were raised from birth to be soothed by putting things in our mouth and actually in the womb as well. Like you see babies sucking them, their thumbs. And so we have, this is wired into our biology to be soothed by, by eating. And in the past of like in caveman times, that wasn't a problem because we would be soothed, soothed by the breast or whatever when we were young. But then when we were adults, there wasn't this like amazing abundance of food everywhere. Food was scarce. So we had to learn other strategies to handle our emotions. And we weren't able to just buffer with food or Facebook or shopping or alcohol. And so it wasn't a problem then. But whereas now in modern society, we have all these options to buffer. And so it it's like, like, of course, this is something that, you know, we're not taught as children how to do this, which is a shame. And it's something that I'm teaching my children is like to getting, getting them to be able to feel their feelings so that they don't have this need to buffer with food. But if everyone of us 
in some way uses food in this way and you may not I, like when I before I started doing this work I didn't think this applied to me but it, it does <laughs> and you all the other the, the if you're at the other end of the spectrum and you really identify with as being an emotional eater I'd invite you to actually stop using that label with yourself and instead saying it's like oh yeah I this is a this is a habit that I have so I, I have this habit of stress eating or I have this habit of emotional eating so that you're separating yourself out from it and so, because if you're could because when you think about things in terms of being a habit then that's not who you are and it gives you that freedom to be able to oh yeah like I can change my habit it gives you that opens that possibility of change up whereas if you're like oh I'm an emotional eater or I'm a stress eater then when you're identified like it's part of your identity that makes it harder to change so that's a like key distinction as well like this is just a habit that we have or it's it's just a a strategy that we've developed to to cope with this and we can learn a new habit and so how do we go about doing that so so first of all um with how do we handle emotional eating basically what we want to learn this skill of feeling our feelings uh instead of buffering or eating over them and it's like it can be okay like i guess the other thing with this is we don't there's no expectation that you do it perfectly like there's there's nothing wrong with still using food occasionally, but it's just you want it in the scheme of things. You don't want it to be something that you're doing all the time or when you are doing it that you're eating you know, mountains of food. We want it to be be intentional when you are like, oh, yeah, I feel really you know, sensitive. I'm going to make myself this hot chocolate, but be intentional and be aware of what you're doing. Uh, but, yeah, we don't have to completely – there's no need to completely – it's not like all intent, all emotional eating is completely bad and we want to completely avoid it. Like it's okay to have some of it, but we want to find this happy place where it's something that we do, but it's not out of proportion to the amount of food that we need to eat. And so to do this, we want to learn to feel our feelings instead. And the simplest way to do that is just to like connect with like our bodies and, and feel um, yeah let, let ourselves experience what because feelings are just vibrations in our bodies they're just just sensations in our bodies and so we want to learn to do to to have that like that ability to feel those feelings like by just observing this the sensations so there's three the way when we look about the how-to on handling emotional eating there's three a's so a is first a is for awareness second a is for acceptance and the third a is for action so awareness is the first first thing because and often what happens is that we kind of go into this unconscious kind of catatonic state when we emotionally eat so what we want to do instead is just bring awareness into it and pause and go if we notice ourselves like you're grabbing food when we hadn't really it's not meal time or meal times or we're getting this urge to eat when we not we know we're not really hungry that's just a opportunity to pause and ask yourself oh what am I feeling right now and bringing that curiosity into the situation and we're going to do this uh, exercise together to learn to experience feeling but it's just the awareness is that first step and so once we have awareness of oh hang on (laughs) this is me I'm stressed I've got this cookie here Um, then the next step is to bring some acceptance into the situation and that self-compassion practice. And so rather than making ourselves wrong and going into a story about how terrible we are, we want to just notice and go, oh, of course I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling sad. It's okay for me to feel this. And also then like reminding ourselves that this is part of being human and that actually I can handle this. Like, yes, it doesn't feel nice. Yes, I don't want to be angry, sad, have anxiety. I don't want to have discomfort, but this is, um, you know, this is part of being human and it's actually not going to kill me. And that's actually the good news about feelings is that nobody's actually died from feeling negative emotion. Even the worst, like abject terror, it's just a vibration in our bodies and we don't actually die from the feelings, particularly like boredom, anxiety, discomfort, all of them. Like we're not, they don't, they're not actually going to kill us. So we want to, 
bring the awareness. We have the acceptance of th- that this is what's kind to ourselves in those moments of like, oh yeah, of course you're feeling disappointed in that. Like, yeah, like, and speaking kindly to ourselves. And oftentimes that's just bringing that acceptance and that's enough to help us have processed it. But then sometimes we may need to take, bring in the third A of taking action and deciding like what we want to do next. It might be, you know what, I'm feeling really anxious. I'm just going to finish this cookie and like, and that's okay. Or it might be that you like, like actually I'm feeling really anxious. I'm going to call a friend or do something else that's going to be nurturing to me. So you can either choose to do this, like you can either choose to keep eating or you can choose an alternative action that's going to help you. Or it might be like, actually, I'm feeling, I'm just going to have a break and just let myself feel this for a while and and give yourself that gift of some space around whatever it is. Uh, or you might go, yeah, I'm just going to keep allowing this feeling to be here and like be, keep being kind to myself. Or you might want to choose another self-soothing activity. So there's a heap of things that you can do and anything that you do that feels good to you that doesn't have a net negative, like connecting with someone. Uh, Touch can be really like if you've got something nice. But one thing that I've found really helpful is this idea of writing like our feelings So because it gives you that action. So it gives you something to focus your attention on, but it also helps you process the feeling in a really positive way so for our tiny feelings challenge what we're going to do is is every day just add a like you choose the time I've set mine up so I'm doing it after I walk into the kitchen to start cooking dinner I'm just going to pause and ask myself how am I feeling and just write down one word on a post-it note so I've got my post-it notes in the in the kitchen and of course if I want to write more I will but that's just a great action that you can take that doesn't have any negatives um, but helps you helps you process so I invite you to when you feel like you want to do some work around this that that challenge is available and that you can start building that tiny habit Uh, it's so so good and oftentimes like I start writing one word and then a few words and then I'll move from if I was feeling like yesterday I was feeling a bit anxious about something and then I wrote a few words and then I just started to calm down and then I got to a place where I was actually feeling calm just by writing probably I probably wrote like six things and then on the back of the post-it and then I was feeling calm and neutral and I was able to like walk into the kitchen and start cooking from there um so that is how to handle negative emotions. So we just to recap, awareness, acceptance, and then choosing an alternative action. And the other thing before we do this exercise is also like we can apply this to our own emotions, but we can also apply this to uh, other people's emotions as well, particularly if you have children or your partner, like when they're feeling bad, that can often spur us to feel bad or to want to change the situation. And again, like us to buffer on their behalf. And so, so by, so we want to, you can still, you can apply this to other people. So having awareness that uh, your, you know, your child's feeling sad, like this happened yesterday afternoon, Phil Fogel was really upset about something. So it's like, yeah, like, you know, and I was able to speak to him kind of like, oh, of course, that's really disappointing that your friend can't come over. And like he was crying and it's just like I was there with him, letting him feel sad and accepting it, but I didn't take on his sadness as myself on my on my own, like onto me as well. Like so I just was there and was able to comfort him, but from this place of acceptance and awareness. Uh, so we can apply this to other people as well. And when we have that ability to be grounded and 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 accepting for the other person, it's actually one of the biggest gifts that we can give give um give give them to have that support okay so let's do our our, the exercise so um, with this i'm going to invite you to uh, close your eyes if you want to turn your video off for that um please do but if you feel comfortable leaving it on that's cool cool too Um, so we just want to get comfortable in your chair and the purpose of this exercise is to just give ourselves a safe space 
to practice feeling a negative emotion on purpose. So the emotion we're going to be feeling is overwhelmed. So it's like, a you know, it's a negative one, but it's not like super, not going to make you feel abject terror. Uh, and we're going to just go through that as a group together. And if you're listening to the replay, of course, you can do this in your own time um, as well. I invite you to, to follow along. Uh, and if you're walking out or you're driving, like just pausing I think can can be helpful uh so yeah this is that's the purpose of the the exercise so we're going to get comfortable maybe roll your neck around maybe lift your shoulders up to your ears and drop them back down and then gently close your eyes if you feel comfortable closing your eyes or leave them open if you prefer and then we're just going to take a big deep breath in so the deepest breath you've taken all day into your nose and then just exhaling slowly twice as long just taking your time to luxuriously let that air out okay and now I want you to think about the last time you felt overwhelmed so probably plenty of opportunities leading up until Christmas <laughs> Just bring that that situation to your mind, into your mind. And you're probably thinking, oh, there's so much to do. I don't know where to start. Don't know what to do. Don't have enough time. Just let yourself re remember and bring back that feeling of overwhelm. And I want you to now to like just notice where in your body that feeling of overwhelm shows up right now? So your job is your only job is just to notice where it is. It's all you need to do. And if it's kind of if you can't identify a location, that's cool too. It can just be all over. That's fine. There's no pressure here. I'm just getting curious and exploring this feeling of overwhelm. And now I just want to get bring a bit more, get a bit more clear on, on so. What exactly does it feel like? Like, does it have a particular color? Can you see anything with it? Does it have a shape? What size is the feeling of overwhelm? Does it have a texture? Is it smooth? Or is it spiky or scaly or rough? And also notice, like, does it have any movement? Like, is it still or does it, is it vibrating a little bit or is it, like, sweeping movements, waves? Like, is there, is there any movement to it? We're just getting curious about what this feeling of overwhelm is like. And just I want you to notice that here and now you're feeling this feeling of overwhelmed and you're still safe. It's actually okay for you to feel overwhelmed. Like you're not dying <laughs> when you feel overwhelmed. And like your body is actually able to handle this feeling. And yet it may not feel great, but it's actually safe for you to be right now here in your body feeling this feeling of overwhelm. And now we're going to like allow the feeling to be there. But we're going to create some space around it. So I want you to take another breath of air in and just direct that air around the the sensation, around the, the feeling of overwhelm. And just notice that you can actually isolate it and you can actually, you have some control over it. It's not just given, like you can actually bring movement into it and create space around it. Notice how powerful you are being able to do that. And then I'm just going to take another breath in. No pressure, no rush. I'm going to, like, the feeling of overwhelm can stay. Or if it feels like it's ready to move on, it can move, move on. You want to just bring your awareness back into the room. So gently open your eyes. And then we're going to just, yeah, shake it off. So just shake off the, <laughs> the feeling of overwhelm. I like to do these ones. However you, you feel, but that 
Yeah. And take another breath and uh, turn on your camera. And that was, look at us, feeling overwhelmed on purpose. <laughs> so how is that? Does anyone want to share what that experience was like for you? I'll share. Thanks, Marisa. Um, it's kind of funny because today I wrote in circle that I was overwhelmed. <laughs> so, oh, we got to like, oh. oh, when was that? That I was feeling overwhelmed last. Oh, yeah, that was today. <laughs> today. <laughs> and it was funny when you were saying, like, how, how does it feel? I'm like, it's sticky and it's undulating. And when I move, it moves. Oh, and God, it's, like, it's like, oh. <laughs> it, it's, it's like, I can't, I can't get around it. And, um, and I, I, distinctly remember saying that I felt out of control so um yeah it was that it was just weird that you picked that emotion and I was feeling that today and um wrote about it yeah um but yeah I I, I don't know that I guess writing in circle kind of helped me to Racist? just accept it so it was almost like writing um, a journal entry, um, which I haven't been doing very well with. Um, so I don't know. I I'm, I have been overwhelmed. Um, I don't know. I guess ask me a question. What do you What do you want to know? <laughs> Excellent. So when you well, let's just go back to the feelings exercise. So when you breathe like were you able to create space around the overwhelm or was it sticky and expanded yeah it just um when you said to to create space I felt like yeah I could get away from it then right. um today after writing in circle I kind of it's kind of one of those things where because I wrote it down I didn't have to think about it as much anymore yeah so I've like always been able to do that that's why like like I could I'll write a letter to somebody and then I don't have to think about it or I write myself a list of things I have to do and then I don't have to worry about what do I have to do I have my it's list out of your head so yeah. good to know that that works for you Marisa amazing yeah um so so writing my circle entry was literally it was just me spilling my emotions i said um in one part i said i feel like i just went to church and and went to confession <laughs> so i was just like this didn't work um you know i gained weight i you know the the only good thing was that i was writing in circle so that was my win <laughs> amazing 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 um yeah but, great yeah so but yeah the overwhelm overwhelmed feeling I feel that a lot um and I I probably do it to myself because I I take a lot of things on um just that type of person I think I we talked about it last week where yeah. I, I don't I don't know how to say no and <laughs> I just like to be busy all the time but then I don't like to be overwhelmed. I don't know how to balance everything. And and then the easiest thing to do is, you know, take it out on my eating and just eat whatever I want. And then it's, you know, it's a good excuse, but it's not really <laughs> because then I, I'm upset with myself. Um, you were saying something earlier about, um, oh, Sue and her biscuits, and yeah. she threw them away. I I had some Oreos that I thought about that. I said, I should just throw them out because I don't need them. But instead, I ate them. And I was like, you know, you could have had a good moment there where you did something that made a difference, but instead you chose to eat them like why can't i convert those feelings into the the right thing to do 
I, I feel yeah. aggravated that I noticed those feelings that, like you say, you know, those sneaky feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I don't follow through with the things that I'm supposed to do to make it a healthy, you know, lifestyle. Yeah. And I don't know why I do that. Okay. And I could have said, you know, well, I could save these for later. But no, I just ate them. <laughs> well, do you think there was a bit of like, so there's, there was the sneaky thought there, like, I'll just get rid of them. And then, yeah, well, kind then of. I don't have to think like, about them anymore. Then they'll be gone. Then they'll be gone. Because I haven't bought any more. But like, it was like a, an attempt to let's get rid of everything that's bad in the house. And then you won't have them. And maybe we'll just start over. But I don't know if, you know, that's actually going to work. <laughs> well yeah <laughs> it was going Probably to work Marisa. It may have worked before yeah so tell me Marisa um so I'm sorry I haven't read that post in circle yet but where did you oh, get okay. to at the end of that post so you're feeling overwhelmed and like nothing was working you gave I away. just said that I was looking forward today to today's call right that was right. okay um but I, I didn't, I don't think I resolved anything. I just kind of like spilled my feelings and. And that felt a bit better. It, huh? And that, that, that did feel better. Well, it, it did feel better because I just, I left it there on the page and then I didn't worry about it anymore. Yeah. Great. But I don't know how, how that's helping me, you know? Well, it's a first step, isn't it, to like move, to get out of well, it? And now we yeah. need to like now. Let's, I guess that's the awareness. <laughs> that's the awareness, yeah. And <laughs> accepting, okay, that's where I'm at. Like this feeling, and now yeah. let now let's like choose an action of something that you want to focus on over the next week. We want to make it as simple and as doable for you as yeah. possible. So, one of the things that I said in in circle was that I felt like the diet mentality in contrast to what we do in the naturally healthy club it feels like it's um just easier for me like i just feel like there's just too much freedom and like i want someone to tell me what i should be eating like a meal plan or I don't know. Like, I just feel like I've done so well in the past with things like that, that I'm not sure. Like, I feel like I'm just flying by the seat of my pants. Like, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I just have no structure Yeah. to what I'm eating. Like, I'm not eating proper meals. I, I feel like, like I'm not eating enough vegetables eating too many carbs like i'm i've noticed my sugar i think is is high um so i just that's where the overwhelm part is coming in it's like um i just need some structure i think so tell me about when you lost the the weight last year marie so what were you doing then that helped you do that um, I was, I had started a plan called Optavia, but I, I, they sell you their food and right. I could not eat it. Right. So I took the concept of their food. Basically it was like you ate like a, a hundred to 200 calories every like two and a half hours. And then at the end of the day you had, um, like a, they called it a lean and green. So it was like three lean, like a lean protein and like three veggies. So, but basically it was like a 1200 calorie diet a day. So it was a restriction and it, and it was more like what you were saying, like grazing, but I did lose weight on it. But the problem was I was eating things like you know, a, a packet of uh, nuts and then like maybe like a 
Greek yogurt two and a half hours later, then maybe like uh, cheese sticks, like mozzarella sticks. Like it was just not meals; they were just like yeah. little individual snacks, and I got sick of it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Boring. Yeah. Like I was like, okay, I'm sick of these, you know, these things that I'm eating, and or you know, I'd have like some hard boiled eggs, or but they were like just so boring um and before that i had lost 150 pounds like on weight watchers like 10 12 years ago um weight watchers is a good program but it's restrictive and i hate i hated like tracking um the calories but, like, yeah. I, I needed i needed um the support of of uh the group like going to meetings and then like covid and stuff kind of messed that all up and now everything's like online and and whatnot and i don't know i i it's like you don't ever like you did it once and you can never get it back it seems like i didn't gain all my weight back but I've never been able to recreate the success I had that first time. So yeah, right, right. So we need a it's neither, hard. So none, neither of those solutions are going to help you moving forward, which is, yeah, cool. So Marisa, um, tell me what's what's when you are eating in a way that feels good to you. Like what meals? Like do so you need to create some structure for you? I agree. So what meal schedule feels good to you? Like, is it, a, are you a breakfast, lunch, and dinner person? Yeah. Yeah. I am. Okay. That, that, that is, it's not so much when I eat, it's what I eat. And, um, how am I, like, I don't, like, I'm eating out a lot. Like, I feel like I should be making my own meals, um, because I know that that's going to provide me with the, the best new nutrition and um but i just okay so there's a word in there i should be making my own meals right yeah so i just spent like two days in sydney like two nights in sydney a couple of days in sydney eating out for every meal i came home my like was the same weight so so if you if you were like telling me jules i really want to be cooking i'm really excited about it i'd be like yeah to do that but it's it's not it's not eating at the eating at restaurants isn't the problem, Marisa. And it's you don't actually and this is amazing how news. Much? Yeah. And you actually so, so it's like you don't have to so but your brain I don't know, because that's that's the 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 we're all told this in the like the media, the the soup we swim is like, oh yeah. you should be cooking for yourself if you want to eat healthy food. But it's actually it doesn't matter what you're eating so much. What you what matters is how much you're eating, and like so. If you're looking for structure, like like you breakfasts, you only need like one or two breakfasts that you that you go to breakfasts, and you just have those. And then when you get bored, you can throw in another one. Then you same for lunch. Like so, if you normally go and have like burritos, like I don't know what what you normally eat where you go out, but just getting those like what you're eating isn't the problem it's just it's how much so just giving yourself permission relying on my stomach to tell me when i've had enough is hard it's yeah i mean i i feel like that just is not working like i'm gonna just keep eating I don't know, like, I feel like I should have, like, a number and say, all right, you need to eat, you know, 600 calories for lunch and no more. Um, and But I don't know how I would know what 600 calories looked like because I didn't make it, you know, or yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, but you can, like... But you also just said that you didn't like doing that. Like, because if you did want to, if you, if that worked, 
I feel like I need to do that because that's worked in the past for me. Like eating out has always been led me to gaining weight. And when I've stayed home and cooked good meals and I'm a good cook, I just haven't, I don't know. I just haven't been putting the, the effort forward. I don't think, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Do you, so, so there's like a, there's a disconnect there. So it's like at the moment with your life, is it realistic for you to stay home and cook? Um, well, lunch is difficult. I mean, unless I'm eating leftovers from dinner. Yeah. And I mean, if breakfast, breakfast could, it, it could be done. I just need, I need a good meal plan that's thought out and easy. What if you don't even need a, like, you don't even need it. Like what I would recommend is just having some go-to meals that like, and it's just like a couple of options for each. Okay. And coming up with like, like I can give you recipes, but I think it's, it's so, so having, yeah. do you have breakfast at home usually? Um, I have been trying to do that because I was going to Dunkin' Donuts and doing like, you know, the egg and cheese wake up wraps. Um, but I can, you know, like this morning I made scrambled eggs and, um, I, I got a tea from Dunkin', but. I can even do the tea or the coffee at my work. I can just, so I am. Um... Should we start with breakfast, Marisa, this week? Yeah. Start with breakfast. Okay. And then next week we'll, next week. So, and so then at the moment you're, you're going out for lunch and you're, yeah. 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 So rather than like counting calories, why don't you just look at the food before you start eating it and just make a choice of like, okay, I'm going to, and actually I don't like if you're eating it at your desk, serving yourself out what you're going to eat before and using your brain to just get to guess your best guess for that. Okay. Because at the moment, like if you order out, if you eat out, do you eat everything that's served for you? Um, I, I have been, and that's, that's like, my whole thing is like, like Tanya said, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I ate the whole thing. Like it's gone. Yeah. Like I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I forgot to slow down. I forgot to put my fork down. I, yeah. I just didn't even think about it. Okay. Like, so let's not put the pressure on you to do that let's just use your conscious brain to serve yourself out what you're going to eat and then you just so you're going to serve yourself a smaller meal and you're okay. going to so if you just think about if you didn't actually change anything that you the types of food you review just get, we're still eating duncan for breakfast still going wherever you normally go for lunch and dinner but you only ate half of whatever or whatever you think is the right amount of those meals okay do you think that would have an impact well, on your weight? Let's do that. How yeah. about I do that? How about let's... I just cut my meals in half? But, okay, just... that's that's some structure. It's simple. Yeah. You're not having to okay. do anything new. So I don't have to think about that. It's pretty easy. So I go to Dunkin' and I get my whatever and yeah. I cut it in half and yeah. I save the thing for the next day. Yeah. My lunch cut it in half, save the rest for the next day, do my dinner wherever I eat, cut that in half, save it for maybe that I have for lunch the next day or whatever. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Okay, so focus on just cutting my meals in half and saving it for the next meal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and the only thing is, like, if you get to the end of your half and you're like, oh, man, I really need more food, 
then let yourself have more. But if you get to the end of your half, you're like, oh, that's probably enough, then just wait and stick okay to that. all right all right i feel good about that i'm You feel i'm good excited about that? Yeah, yeah amazing, amazing. because it's 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 a new experiment that i haven't tried yet Yeah, so yeah. cut it When in your half brain, and, and like when you think about that, does it feel like, yeah, like that's good, that's going to make a difference? it's got to Yes, i mean you yeah. you cut out your cream and you <laughs> lost weight right <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> All right, so cutting half of my food out, that should make a, better make a difference. <laughs> yeah yeah okay. yeah cool let's focus on that marisa yeah All right. okay All right. Sounds and good. so Thank i'm looking you. forward to hearing next week how you get on with that Okay. amazing Thank you. okay um oh it's 1202 okay that was some great coaching um so we'll wrap up there and let's um jen thanks for sharing your breakfast ideas in the in the chat um actually yeah judith So, Jen, did any of you guys want to coach or share anything before we wrap up? I just want to say that I also um, have been struggling with not having the structure of a diet, but I keep on reminding myself that, no, they didn't work. However much weight I lost on diets, they didn't work. Otherwise, I would have just lost the weight and never And done you wouldn't another have... diet. Exactly, So and the whole industry, we, we, we wouldn't be here. I feel like we're meant to be feeling this uncomfortable because... <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're meant not to be on a diet. Marissa, you can have a, like, you deserve to not ever have to be on a diet again. And so do I. We deserve to, like, figure this out and get through the uncomfortable part of it and, you know, be able to eat what we want. So. Oh my gosh, Jude, I'm going to have to put you on the coaching payroll. Like that's such good, that's such good. Like, yeah, like it's meant to be uncomfortable. Of course it feels uncomfortable to be figuring this out. Like so good. Like, like, it, cause of course, like when you're not having someone tell you all this stuff, like, yeah, like it does feel scary and it does feel like nebulous, but also, yeah, like it's just like, there's a reason why, So, and yeah, just know that like this river of misery where it feels all hard, it's worthwhile swimming across and you will get to the other side. There is dry land on the other side. And the cool thing is that that dry land, it's permanent. It's not going to kick you back into the river of misery like the diets used to. Thank you, Judith. Yeah. And how are you feeling about your week, Judith? You... Um, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. 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 You don't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, amazing. but, Okay, but you're just yeah. words of wisdom for other people. It's awesome. No, Marissa, I just wanted you to know that I, I feel exactly the same. I'm a person that, you know, did the master cleanse for three months once. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's um, maple syrup and um, cayenne pepper. <laughs> for three months you but ate maple syrup obviously and you cayenne can't pepper. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but you can't you know but oh and lemon juice sorry lemon juice Of course, of course. lemon juice <laughs> Good, some vitamin C. but you you know but what what happened you know my teeth got really bad and and I couldn't and the minute I introduced real food again forget about it so I I get it when it's much um It feels more instantly rewarding when you can stick to something. And the narrower it is, the better I feel about myself. Because if I can stick to something incredibly punishing, then I'm getting closer to perfection. But now we need to get messy about it, I think. Yeah, and it's it's actually getting messy and perfection actually doesn't exist. I think that's that's Yeah. the thing. No, I want I want to be able to go and eat out and eat with other people that's my aim is not to be the person that you know turns down invitations because I'm on a diet so. Yeah. And do you have that at the moment? Do you? Yeah. I always have it but I mean I, but I, I'm not I mean I'm at the moment I'm trying to I'm trying to eat everything I mean everything I feel like but obviously I'm not well the last couple of weeks I've not been My my scale has been going in the wrong direction. Anyway, Yeah, sorry, that's I didn't mean okay. to talk about myself. Anyway, No, good night, no, everyone. it's all good. Actually, Judith, you said something interesting about 
how the sticking to the the diet feels very rewarding and it does because you're letting yourself feel good about sticking to this plan and so I'm not asking you to not let yourself have some rewards and so like sticking to like doing it having that commitment if I'm going to do my daily practice every day and like give yourself the reward for doing that or doing the feeling challenge and give yourself the reward for that like you this isn't like there's no rewards involved so looking for ways to introduce rewards might be the next thing for you to experiment with. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I appreciate you sharing that, Judith. That's amazing. Yeah. Excellent. And Jen, we didn't hear from you. Is all just Jen gone? So oh. if. Oh, Jen. I don't. Hi, I'm on a hotel room balcony in the dark, which is why I don't have a video on because our vacation got extended because of this Boeing plane grounding thing. But I wanted ah. to join the call. Yeah, it's been a little crazy. And I wanted to say that the coaching last week, I listened to it very late. But the thing for me, it's like that it's no rush. I have been writing into my daily plan and it was like very fine for Sue. Like, yeah, there's no rush in eating, but the weight loss one was really hard. But then your coaching actually really helped because now I've changed it to like, there's no rush with the weight loss portion because this is the last time I'm doing this. So it was really helpful to have that like extra part, like, right. Yes. I've done the diets too, but like this time, like there's no rush because this is the last time I'm doing this. And then the other thought, like being hungry all the time doesn't work for me because like, yes, I did Weight Watchers many many times and lost all the weight and I was always starving all the time so like it doesn't work because I just gained the weight back so they were very helpful thoughts and thank you amazing Jen and how are you going on the hunger front you know I think I think it's getting better slowly it's not like it's like I would expect it to take some time yeah for your body to go hang on she's not going to pull a switch one on us soon <laughs> yes yeah okay cool but it's, it's not feeling like it's getting worse so that's good no definitely not and I I do feel like it's getting better and even like today I had a really active morning I had lunch and I was like you know I'm still kind of hungry oh should I eat should I not eat and then I was like yes I am so hungry. I'm going to go down to the shop and get a coffee flavored Greek yogurt, which is a great treat for me. It is a rare flavor to find. Yeah. So I had it. it was delicious. And then I wasn't hungry all afternoon. Yeah, amazing. So good, Jan. So good. Yeah. Well, and great work on finding those two thoughts to, that are helpful for you as well, Jan. Like, keep up the amazing work. Yes. I will. Yeah. I will keep it up. We have four flights and a three-day trip home starting tomorrow. So okay. we will see how this goes. Okay. We'll travel safely, Jan. Thanks. Um, yeah. Okay. Have a great week, everyone. Marisa, I'm so excited to hear how your experiment goes. <laughs> um, yes. And I thank you for those words of wisdom, Judith. And um, yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Okay. Bye.